Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Kleinfelter syndrome found under the pediatric section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 27-year-old man presents to the physician with his wife after a referral from a fertility clinic appointment. The couple has been trying to have a baby without success for the past year. The man is tall and lean in stature. On physical exam, the man has sparse, thin hair in the axilla and pubic areas, small, firm testes, and gynecomastia. Analysis of his sperm reveals azoospermia. Let's continue with an introduction to Kleinfelter syndrome. As a general overview, remember that Kleinfelter syndrome is a sex chromosome disorder that is the common underlying cause of hypogonadism in men. With regards to epidemiology, remember that this occurs in 1 to 2.5 per 1,000 men. However, only 25-50% to of Kleinfelter syndrome patients are diagnosed during their lifetimes. Risk factors include advanced maternal age. In terms of the pathophysiology, remember that a male child is born with an extra inactivated X chromosome, so their karyotype is 47XXY. There is non-disjunction during cell division, which prevents X chromosomes from being distributed normally. There is also dysgenesis of the seminiferous tubules. This results in primary testicular failure with a decrease in androgen production. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will include infertility and signs of androgen deficiency. These may include gynecomastia, which is breast development at puberty, as well as sexual dysfunction and osteoporosis. On exam, one may note female hair distribution, gynecomastia, long extremities, tall stature, and small firm testes. In terms of further studies, A karyotype may be performed, which will demonstrate 47XXY, which provides a definitive diagnosis. This is generally only recommended in prepubertal or pubertal boys or men with clinical signs of Kleinfelter syndrome who are seeking fertility treatment. One can also evaluate serum hormone levels, which will demonstrate an increase in FSH and LH, a decrease in testosterone, and an increase in estradiol. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about double Y males which are 47XYY. Key distinguishing factors here are that they are phenotypically normal with intact fertility. Also think about fragile X syndrome, with key distinguishing factors being that they will present with enlarged testes. And also think about Marfan syndrome, with key distinguishing factors being that they will present with intact fertility. In terms of treatment, medical options include androgen replacement therapy, or specifically testosterone. This is indicated to promote development of normal male secondary sex characteristics. Lifestyle options include speech and behavioral therapy. This is indicated to improve speech impairments and psychosocial problems. And lastly, complications related to Kleinfelter syndrome include an increased risk of breast cancer. Remember that there is up to 50-fold higher incidence of male breast cancer compared to the normal population. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Kleinfelter syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. An 18-year-old male presents to his primary care provider with his parents for a sports physical. He was last seen in clinic several months ago when he was diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. He was started on methylphenidate at that time. The patient now reports improvement in his ability to concentrate in school and at home. He hopes to play baseball in college and has begun lifting weights daily in preparation for baseball season. The patient reports that he eats a healthy diet to fuel his exercise regimen. His parents have no concerns and are pleased with the recent improvements in his grades. On physical exam, the patient has tall stature with average muscle mass for his age. He has no dysmorphic features. 
His chest has a normal appearance other than mild gynecomastia. The patient has sparse facial hair and a moderate amount of coarse pubic hair that extends across the pubis and spares the medial thighs. His testes are small and firm. Due to the latter, laboratory testing is performed and it demonstrates a follicle-stimulating hormone of 42 with a normal range between 4 and 25 and a luteinizing hormone of 38 with a normal range between 6 and 23. Which of the following is the most likely etiology of this patient's presentation? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Anabolic steroid use Choice 2. CGG trinucleotide repeat disorder Choice 3. CTG trinucleotide repeat disorder Choice 4. Failure of neuronal migration Or Choice 5. Meiotic non-disjunction The best answer to this question is Choice 5. Meiotic non-disjunction This patient presents with tall stature gynecomastia, and small testes with elevated FSH and LH, which suggests a diagnosis of Kleinfelter syndrome. Kleinfelter syndrome is usually caused by meiotic non-disjunction that results in a 47XXY genotype. Kleinfelter syndrome is the most common cause of primary hypogonadism. Patients with Kleinfelter syndrome present with tall stature, neurocognitive difficulties such as ADHD, and features of hypogonadism including gynecomastia, small testes, a small phallus, hypospadias, underdeveloped secondary sex characteristics, and cryptorchidism. Patients with hypospadias or cryptorchidism are often not diagnosed until after puberty when the symptoms of gynecomastia and small testes become more prominent. Because the hypogonadism in Kleinfelter syndrome is caused by testicular fibrosis, laboratory results demonstrate a low testosterone and elevated FSH and LH. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Anabolic steroid use causes decreased levels of FSH and LH due to suppression of GnRH release by the hypothalamus, which in turn suppresses FSH and LH release by the pituitary gland. Anabolic steroid use would not present with signs of hypogonadism. Choice 2. The CGG trinucleotide repeat disorder characterizes Fragile X syndrome. Fragile X presents with macroorchidism rather than hypogonadism, and patients typically have dysmorphic features of a long, narrow face with large ears, prominent forehead, and a prominent chin. Fragile X is the most common cause of inherited intellectual disability. Choice 3. The CTG trinucleotide repeat disorder characterizes myotonic dystrophy. Although myotonic dystrophy presents with hypogonadism, patients would also present with symptoms of progressive weakness, such as facial weakness, dysphagia, or hand grip weakness. Choice 4. Failure of neuronal migration characterizes Kalman syndrome. Kalman syndrome presents with the classic symptoms of anosmia and hypogonadism, but patients with Kalman syndrome have a low FSH and LH. Finally, a bullet summary. Kleinfelter syndrome results in primary hypogonadism and presents with tall stature, gynecomastia, small testes, a small phallus, hypospadias, and cryptorchidism. That's all for this review about Kleinfelter syndrome. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.